This is episode 27, season two of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. We are officially into season number two, episode number one from HQ in Calgary, Alberta, with your host, myself, Ted Stoven, and the guy across the street, across, across the, table. the table, two chairs the, down. In the kitchen, it's Wacy Anderson. Hello. <laughs> Back, season <clears throat> two. Wacy is, uh, it's season two, but basically it's just a week later than last week, so it's still. It's still the same year. New podcast. Yeah. For this week. For this week. We recorded a podcast last week too. We've been podcasting hard. Hitting, yeah. Hitting the hit grinding. Hashtag grinding. Hitting the pods pretty hard lately. So. Podding hard. Pod so hard. <laughs> Wacy's under the, a little under the weather still. Yeah. I'm on the backside of a nasty run in with the man cold. The man cold. Wacy did. Bad. So did Sarah help you with your life a little bit? Not much. <laughs> There was no help to you. Well, just like she's at school all day, and like, <laughs> and you're just I was like dying, like, like Thursday, wasting away. And in your Thursday bed. and Friday were my worst days, so like, there's nothing she could do to help me. Like, I was dying. Like Friday, I couldn't even stand up for more than five minutes. Wow. And then I was like, wow. You talked to me on the phone on Saturday morning. Yeah, like, I hardly talk. Damn. Yeah, like it was. I I finally went and got some cough syrup on Saturday night. Did you get Buckley's or did you get some little bitch I got, medicine? I got Benelin. <laughs> Got the Benelin dry cough. <laughs> the dry cough. Because you were saying that you couldn't even feel your own, own throat. Yeah, it was not. It was all messed it was not up. Good. Having a, a bad time. Had a lizard voice. Not like a lizard. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, not fun. Don't recommend. Hopefully this isn't my only run-in for the... For the winter? For the winter. Knock on wood. Hopefully. That's our table. It's made of real teak. Came from my mother, teak. mom and dad's house. Like antique or like that's actual teak. tree? It's called, teak is a wood, I believe. That's what I was told. I could be could be mistaken. Is it foreign? I don't know. I don't know if there's any teak trees in uh, in Canada. Drayton, Drayton Valley. Probably not very many teak trees in Drayton Valley. So I'm really, I really don't know. A few pines. There's lots of pine trees. Some, a few spruces. Some tamarack trees. A Ta- few. Tamarack flat. Yes. <laughs> What else is going on? I didn't even know what day it was. And then I had a nap. Oh, no, yeah. Ted drove <clears> back <throat> from the Swift Current today and had a six-hour nap when he got home. <laughs> Woke up in another dimension. <laughs> I didn't know what day it was. Interplanetary I was, nap. I was sleep talking. It was like I was having a bad time. A few days in Saskatchewan will take her out of the day. <laughs> I just lose track of my... The time change. I don't know where I'm at. Oh, it's the jet lag. That's what it is. Oh, man. It's the car lag because oh. of the time change. Well, you're not used to driving anymore. You're used to flying <laughs> everywhere. So it, that was the it's longest... All ma- it's all making sense now. That was the longest drive I've done since... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Like, I literally haven't drove anywhere. Oh, no, that's a lie because you, I drove, you drove to the CCA finals. Yeah, but that wasn't this far or this long. And it was by myself. So that was longer. And then, but also, the other longer drive would have been to Grand Prairie with Dawn on the, on the sales trip. Oh, yeah. That was a bit of a drive, but it was broken slinging, up. Slinging boots. Selling some boots and some silver. But that was, that was pretty easy going because I was with Dawn. And Dawn, like, there's never a dumb moment around Donnie Joe. I got some pretty cool stories. Very cool stories. Very cool. Interesting. So, but I just noticed that that was the first time that you mentioned that we mentioned Sarah on the podcast. Wacy's got a new girlfriend. New girlfriend. Her name is Sarah. Her name is Sarah. She's a teacher. She's real. Hannah. Yeah. Likes Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Actually? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I, I think I like Nickelback more than she does, but it's Well, fine. yeah. But Sarah, teacher, what does she teach? Grade six. Grade six. Little shitheads. <laughs> From what I hear. <laughs> what does she teach? What subject? So in grade six, you teach everything. Oh, okay. You, you don't specialize, I think, until You're just their middle, teacher. middle school. So she's their yeah, only she teacher. Has, I think she doesn't teach French and gym. 
So she's the only mind shaping the these. Well, there's her. Well, so the, it's called like team teaching. So there's oh, her team. and two other teachers. And they teach. Oh. so her and another girl have fifty kids between the two of them. Oh, so there's like two of them. Oh wow. Yeah, it's really it's a lot different than when we went to school. Like their table, like their desks aren't even like in rows anymore. They're like in what triangles. What? Yeah. Why? Then I don't. Know. Have you been there yet? No. No. I no? Probably, probably won't go. Oh. I dropped off for lunch one day. She brought her lunch here. Brought her lunch. Oh, over. that's cute. Yeah. Well, I didn't have much to do, so <laughs> it was an excuse for Wacy to get out of the house and get out of his jam. My Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are pretty open. <laughs> yeah, Wacy, this his schedule this uh, this semester is class on Tuesdays and Thursdays and shenanigans the rest of the days. Yeah, and like I Basically have the same every schedule next semester. Oh wow! Every semester. Or wait, is that the spring one or the fall one? This is fall. I'm currently in fall. Oh, semester. it's fall right now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm going into winter. Yeah. So I've lost track of what month it was I too. Go after seasons, month. You don't know nothing. I'm in a mess right I'm now. Almost. To, this. I have two weeks left of classes, and I'm into exams. Yeah. Well, and I guess part of why we're recording this podcast early is because I'm gone. Ted's gone for the next 18 days. I'll be home for one night between that, but and tomorrow, doing it. is this your season debut between the pipes? Tomorrow? It is. Well, you know, season like it's another season, but like I we played hockey in 2018 already, but you know, like the season it's, it's, it's the 2018 season, new season, new season of the podcast, new season of me playing goalie. How do you feel? I'm nervous. I'm scared. I need you should to always stretch like tonight. Yeah, tomorrow morning. I should stretch before you get dressed. Like numerous when you get on the times ice after you're off the ice. Yeah prevent injury i hope i don't get any friggin' pucks off the face i don't like that part that'll probably happen probably the first shot yeah for so whatever reason it is whenever you play like beer league or shitty <laughs> when you're warming up the goalie they just they need to try and like take your head off every time every time like any slap shots from the top of the circle and just in your face in the face yeah trying to snipe say like, oh perfect it's warm-ups and i love getting hit in the face so perfect right so perfect so that's the life of being a goalie we uh that's what we have to look forward like, to man did i tell you about like how I got lit up last week bad. Really? On Tuesday. What happened? I was playing, I was covering for Tatum, a friend of ours from yeah. Calgary. And uh, they were playing the first place team in their division. And I didn't realize that they weren't, Uh-oh. they were not in first place in their division, the team I played for. And we got roasted. How bad was it? 11-4. Uh-oh. You let in 11 goals? Yep. On purpose? Well, I didn't, like, I wasn't <laughs> like, hey man, like here's an empty net for you to Yeah, they just, they just, Totally wasn't for a lack of effort. They totally gave it to you. Oh yeah! Wow. There's at least probably got like close to like fifty or fifty or so shots. Whew. It was a big yeah. Game. It wasn't fun. I'm gonna have a hard time tomorrow. I think it's been a long time since I played in the net. Like it's probably been six months. It's probably been since like probably April or May. Maybe I remember last maybe time. less than that. Yeah, I don't I remember. remember last time you played goal. I don't remember my stuff. So there's probably mice in it. There's probably mouse, mouse shit in my bag. I don't think so. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. That'd be that would suck. But what else? Probably boring you by now. We should get to our interview. Rambling. Rambling on the ramblings of cowboy shit with Ted and Wacy and the, what's going on. Ted is still in a comatose state from his nap. My, I'm still. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day it is. I don't even know what season it was. That was pretty bad. In November. <laughs> so our guest this week on the show, Clay Elliott. Great guy. Two-time Canadian champion. Recently crowned in Red Deer. I almost forgot about that too until you mentioned it. So thanks for that. Hmm. And then three-time NFR qualifier. He's got three in a row, I believe. He does. 16, 17, 18. Nice guy you'll ever meet. Yeah, great guy. But you're going to learn some stuff on the podcast. There's a dark week. side. The dark side <laughs> of Clay Elliott. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> this is Cowboy Shit, episode 27, season two, with Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. 
It's two-time <laughs> Canadian champion, three-time NFR qualifier. It's Clay Elliott of Nanton, Alberta. How are you, Clay? No, oh, good. Thanks for having me today, guys. Did we get those stats right? Did I make yeah, some stuff up there? It was good. No, you got it all pretty perfect. You didn't uh, boast or you didn't... Uh... You didn't lie. You didn't do that next time, but whatever. We can add a few things here and there if you want us to next time. <laughs> well, we were just talking about our show we did with Roland McFadden a while ago, and his Twitter account it says that he's never been stung by a bee. So, what would Clay Elliott's uh, one-liner be? Never been beaten up in a bar fight. <laughs> I've never, I guess I've never been in a bar fight. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I can't I even say you're unbeaten. Undefeated. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that makes that makes two of us then, because I'm not undefeated in bar fights. <laughs> what about school fights? Did you get any fights in school, like in grade school? No, no, not really. Maybe a few hockey fights, but that was oh, pretty, hockey pretty minimal. I always had your helmet and gloves on, or whatever. So. Oh, like did like the old cage rages from from days gone Those by? Are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the old uh, helmets and gloves box <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, that we, that's yeah. what we called cage rages. Oh, okay. Have, yeah. you, have you got any games yeah. in with the Cowboys in Nanton yet? With Woody's team? Yeah, yeah, we've had, uh, shoot, I guess we, I've played four games for him so far, but... Leading scorer, uh, probably. I've, I've been missing quite a bit since I've been gone, but... Right. But yeah, no, them, are, them are a blast. I love, I love playing them in that Bay League. Yeah, and you're probably the leading scorer by now. No, four, shit. Four I games, eight goals. got a goal yet. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish. He was really good at hockey on my team. It's Tristan Woolsey. He is. He's, really? he's sneaky good. I played a few with him too. He's like yeah. sneaky good at hockey. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Doesn't yeah. have the greatest hockey sense. He's, like, <laughs> he's a defenseman like me, but shoot, he's not afraid to jump up in there and get in the play and go and score a few goals here now and then. Oh, dang. Right on. So, yeah. Did not know. People that you did not know were good at hockey. Tristan Woolsey. Yeah, exactly. Top of the list. Straws Milan. Yeah, he's good yeah, at hockey. Prime yeah, prime example. Yeah. Kyle Faco, he's real good. He played on our team in Hannah one time. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's real good at hockey. Daryl Thiessen is supposed to be pretty good, oh. too. Oh, really? Yeah, he played high-level hockey, I guess. Oh, did you know? So, Clay, you were telling us that you're uh, training right now with Kelly Wardell, and I guess requirement number one was that you were buying a bottle of Pendleton whiskey. So tell us about how you train with, Ke- with Kelly and you drink Pendleton. <laughs> oh, no, I... You know what, Kelly's been, uh, I've been down here after, since after the Canadian finals. And well, I guess my brother had that steer riding school in Claire's home that I went and helped out. And then I just came straight down here, been uh, five days after the Canadian finals. And it's been great. Kelly's treated me like gold and him and Barb. They just treat me like a king around there. And I work out with Kelly every day. And, and, uh, and then during the day, we kind of get up to whatever he's got on his schedule. And just hanging out with the guys has been, been a really, really good time. And I've enjoyed my time and, and it's been really healthy for me. Well, what do the workouts look like with Kelly? What is that like? That was the main reason I wanted to come down was to work out with Kelly. And he's, he's got involved in uh, the MMA fighting. So this would have been about five years ago, say five, six years ago. He, he got into it and, uh, and he said to me the other day, it saved his life. I mean, he, he it was give him give him a purpose after he's kind of done riding bareback horses. He was looking for something that would get his adrenaline running kind of deal. And his son-in-law, he's he's in MMA fighting as well, and that's who got Kelly involved. And uh, you know, he's it's been great. I mean, Kelly's in, in really good shape, and he you know it gives him a purpose. He works out every day, and the guys in just I mean, it's outstanding shape. So I just wanted to come down here and, and get his advice on what I should be doing as a bronc rider, or as a cowboy, and 
and what kind of exercises to do and so on. And, and he's using his MMA workouts and whatever. I think we incorporate kind of a little bit of that into our workouts. And it's been been really fun. But kind of back to what I was saying is six years ago when he was getting involved in MMA, he realized that he was, he was in better shape than when he was when he was riding bareback horses. So, he, he, I mean, everybody probably knows, but he started back riding bareback horses at the age of, of uh, 50 years old or 51 something like that, just because he was physically really, really sound and ready to go. And, and I rode bareback horses for a few years, and now he's 55 and uh, still in really good shape. But he, he doesn't get on bareback horses anymore, but he, he did really well in a circuit. He has a beast. So basically, he's helping you train for your first bar fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you're practicing. So I, by... went, I went on a bit of a rant there about his MMA fight and stuff, but the guy's a freaking badass. He's like, like, no matter what it, what it is. I'm impressed. I was impressed when he came back. We just talked about him the other day about how uh, him and Orrin, he helped yeah. Orrin out a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's also the assistant rodeo coach there at CSI in uh, Twin Falls. And so we, something every day, we we come into the college and do something with the with all the students on the rodeo team. And uh, the one of this was a fitness challenge. And it was this chin-up deal where you had to touch, you had to do a chin-up and then touch your toes to the ceiling. And me and Mitch Pollock are down here and we both did 12 well and kelly jumped up there and there's 16 you know so obviously he's, he's damn good shape for kind of hard to explain the exercise that we were doing but bottom of the line is that he beat me and bitch both yeah he kicked your ass and you guys are like less than half his age <laughs> yeah exactly dang so how did you get connected with kelly then how did that happen to where you ended up there now oh you know what uh, my brother came down to uh, one of kelly's school while he was in high school and this was before Kelly was a college coach, but he was just putting on bareback riding schools. And my brother came down to one and here in Twin Falls, actually. And that's kind of where we started our connection with him. And since then, he's just kind of been a really good family friend. To be honest, I didn't really know Kelly that well. But since I've been down here, I got to know him really well. And, you know, he, he's kind of went from a family friend to my friend. And he's a damn cool guy. Long-term friendship. What do the workouts look like, though? Like, what kind of exercises are you doing, as, you know, as best you can explain? And how do they specify to bronc riding? And, and how are you feeling right now going into the finals? Like, how, how does this, what's different? What's he doing that's different? So, kind of the, the basis behind all of Kelly's workouts is he's got this beat timer type thing. And uh, we'll go on for do an exercise for 45 seconds and then a 15 second break and then 45 seconds on and then 15 second break. And we do that for 25 minutes. And it, it, I mean, just a, a assortment of different exercises. The main ones that we kind of focus on are our core sizes, whether it be a plank or bicycle or a lot of the workouts are, to, are with a kettlebell. And so whether it be a squat and you do a figure eight passing the kettlebell between your legs each time you go down or halo deal where you just circle the kettlebell around your head with a 30 pound kettlebell so it's not not just real heavy weights and it's not we're not trying to build muscle we're just trying to tone the muscle and keep the muscle that we have and that's really the advice that i wanted to get from him was just how to train properly for an event like this I, I mean i've trained by myself with help from a from leslie Gurr there in Nanton, and that's been really good she she, she knows her stuff really well but i wanted to get a hold of kelly and kind of see what I could be doing differently, see what I could be doing better. And tell you, yeah, he damn sure has the answers. That's uh, that's amazing. Like, but going back to working out, like you working out and applying it to rodeo, this, does this go back to like to Tim somehow, or, or am I making that up? Or he does this too a little bit, doesn't he? Or how, how does that connection like Tim Cooper, who bought Cowboys choice from you guys? Yeah. So Tim helped me and my brother when we were younger in the gym and uh, with the same kind of mindset was, to establish a workout program that we could use to better our rodeo in. And, and so, yeah, that anxious started out like that. And 
we established for summer made some really good workout plans. And so, yeah, I guess that's where it all started. A lot of the stuff that we did with uh, Tim was, is, is very simple, you know, and same with Leslie there and that. And it's all similar stuff, but maybe, maybe with Kelly, it's a little bit uh, higher heart rate, more high pace and less your weight. So how, how are you feeling rolling into your third NFR here now? You just won another Canadian title. So two time where, and I, I haven't looked it up, but there's not a lot of guys that have won two. Like it, I would say more people have won one than have won multiple titles. Like what's it mean to win your second here now? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's great. It means just much the first one to me. I just want more now. You know, I, I don't know how else to explain it. I, I was very happy with how the year went and especially in Canada. I mean, I, I couldn't ask to get on, get on better horses. And I mean, I drew outstanding all year as well as the Canadian finals. And so, yeah, I was very satisfied with that, but if anything, it just gave me a good confidence boost headed here to the, to my next national finals. So, and you know, lots of the horses that I got on at the Canadian finals, are going to be in Las Vegas too, so I'll have a chance to get on them again. I'm just really excited. I, I love riding bucking horses, and I know there's going to be 10 of them down there for me to get on that are going to be bucking some of the guns, and I, I'm really excited. Let's talk a bit about your past NFRs and, and how they've went so far and and what you might like to do differently this time. You know, the past two years, it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been real good either. I, I wanted to do something bigger and better, and I want to get, you know, I always trying to get better each each time, and that I, don't, I hope that never ends for me, you know, no matter what sport or occupation I'm in. And so headed into my third NFR, I know what it's like. I mean, I've been there two years. I've won there. I've lost there. I've, I've taken in all the experiences that Las Vegas the NFR has to offer. So now I now I know what they are, and I'm just there to win. Now I, I I can't explain to you how excited I am. I mean, I this is the biggest rodeo in the world, and and here I am getting a chance to go compete at it. It's truly so excited and blessed. That I, I'm just I'm pumped. You don't I have, I have no idea how else to explain it. What are you most looking forward to? Ten out of bucking horses. Yeah. Because I, I mean, like I said, they're going to be the. I mean, they're the best in the world. They're going to be there, and the chance that I have to get on them, man, I'm I'm stoked. I, today I was reading a deal on Matt Austin in the new Sports News, and it mentioned in there he's like, man, I don't, I didn't care about the championships, the money. He just said, I just, I did it because I simply love riding bulls, and I can relate that to a lot myself. I damn sure don't do it for the money. I, I just simply love riding bucking horses, and I know there's going to be ten bucking bitches down there waiting for me. So that's what, that's what I'm most excited about. <laughs> that's, uh, that's perfect. That's like that Matt Austin, he was like, he, he said he had a record that, that Kimsey just broke. Didn't he like for regular seasons, season earnings or total season yep. earnings? Yeah. I think it was like 200 and was it 320,000 or 200 and something thousand. It was something nuts. Like it's amazing that Kimsey hasn't broken it yet, but like he had an unreal year. That was 2004 or five, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2005 that he won the world, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. But that's that's cool to have that mindset. And I, I uh, appreciate that that's your mindset too and how, how you want to go. And, and speaking of that, like what horses would be the ideal ones you want to draw? Or what, what are a couple of horses that you haven't drawn that, that, that you'd love to match up with at the finals this year? There's a there's dang sure a couple of horses and the horses of the year that, that I, well, three, I guess, that I'd really like to get on. And I've, I've actually been on them all. But there's one horse that medicine woman of frontiers that I just love to get on. I got on her at the American two years ago, and she didn't have a very good day with me. So there's there's kind of some revenge, but not not necessarily revenge. We just got to be better dancing partners, I think. So I'd really like to try that one again. I mean, horse of the year lunatic from Hale from Birches. I mean, that's a bucking son of a gun. I've had a chance to get on that horse one time, and then you know wound up a Butler's. I got on that horse in in Austin. I went Austin this year on that horse. Man, he feels like he he feels great. So I'd, 
I mean, them are three horses right off the top of my head that are all horse gear that I'd really like to get on. But one horse that I'm really craving that I've only had a chance to get on one time is Tiger Warrior in Calgary. In my opinion, that should be the whole bucking horse of the year. Not very well liked, but if there's one that I'm really craving, he's being sure at the top of the list, old Tiger Warrior. That was one that you, were you 89 or were you 90 on that horse or 92 in Pollockville? Yeah, I was 92 on him. Yeah, that was the first year they had Pollockville, wasn't it? Yep, it was. In the short round. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Man, you, you're on your stats, Ted. Well, I don't know about that. Like, that's, that's only one horse. For a living or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, did, I just yeah. vaguely remembered it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good vague memory. That happened yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm looking at Wacy. He look, he's, Wacy's kind of a little sick this week. He's down on his, you know, he, he almost died on us. So he's had a man, had a run with a man cold. Yeah. It was a rough couple days up here. Voice is a little haggard here, but oh, yeah. <laughs> Clay has no yeah. sympathy for yeah. you at all. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah, severe case of the beer shit, does he or what? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it wouldn't wouldn't it last as long as this cold did. That's usually what happens with Wacy on Sundays. I guess I feel like today is Sunday, but it's actually Monday. I kind of lost track of time yeah. in my life here the last little while, but okay, Clay. So, so what else? We talked about highlights. Oh, this one was one we asked Oren the other day. What's the best story that you have from the NFR or Las Vegas? Like what's the best thing that you can get away with saying on this show that most of our, that all of our listeners would find entertaining. I'll give you Oren's oh. story first, unless you have one already. Go ahead. Well, let's hear Oren's first. Or do you want to say it ways? No, I was just going to say we should just let Clay tell his story in case it might be. Oh, it might be the same might one. Get another point of view. Okay, okay. We will tell you after. Okay. Yeah. So go <laughs> ahead. You're up. <laughs> you know what? What I really enjoy was doing good in the rodeo. I I win uh, second on a horse called I won a Mobetta's horses last year at the NFR and head back to the Mirage to the Rodeo Vegas party and and I guess that's not a story but that's just this is what I did every night and that I just that's that's funner than shit. I I do that every day if I could. Just but, cool. So yeah. With that night when I went second in the round and went back and partied at the Mirage. That was, that was a blast. Nothing really crazy happened, I guess, that night, but what I did every night, but it was fun. <laughs> I don't know. That was a terrible story, but <laughs> yeah. let's hear Oren. Yeah, so Oren talked about him and Caleb getting in a boxing match, and then somebody knocked out Seth. I think Clint Lay knocked Seth, Seth Hardwick clean out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, them boxing matches, they're funny as shit. <laughs> Last year, see, this all goes down in the Broncrotters dressing room because there's, we yeah. get two rooms and they open up the middle and the bull ride and the bear Rider are just single rooms and they're tiny and crammed or whatever. So all the partying goes down in the Broncrotter dressing room. <laughs> but anyways, nobody was wanting to fight last year. And it was like, you have to. Like, everybody's got to fight. Like, I don't know why they weren't wanting to. So anyways, Audie, he kicks my ass every time we wrestle. <laughs> so for the 17th time, I suggest to Audie that we should wrestle. And he does. And imagine he, he kicks my ass again. But it started it. And so from then on, everybody had to wrestle. And the best fighting match that we've seen that night was Cody Demoss and Heath Demoss against Jacobs and Sterling, Sterling Crawley. <laughs> At one time, it was, oh it was badass. <laughs> like at one time, there were four deep. They were like in a pile right in the middle of the dressing room, and then the other time, there was one in the corner. And I mean, they were up on the on the shelves, and I mean, chairs going everywhere. And it was it was awesome. So did the did the brothers fight the other brothers, or did they fight amongst themselves? Like, what was it a team situation, or like what happened? Yeah, so it was it was Cody Demos against Jacob. And then Sterling against Heath, I think is how it went. But I think they might have switched. Yeah, oh, wow. 
there's the Demosses against the Sterlings or the Crawleys. It was pretty. It was pretty good watching. Holy. So, do the Bronc Riders get the big dressing room because Sean Davis used to be a Bronc Rider, so he gives you guys some special favors, or like, or what happened there? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm I'm not really sure, but I guess just because we got more stuff and we take more room and gotta have more places for beer boxes and stuff, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, oh that that story is much better than than the Mirage one. <laughs> Yeah, not a very good story tale teller. I thought I thought you were gonna tell us about going back to the Mirage and then you like went to the casino and you got like a, on a heater on the blackjack table and stayed up all night and like doubled your round money winnings or something. Maybe you won the saddle. I don't know. Well, the one night there at the Mirage, I did win the saddle. And then uh, Chancey Williams was playing that night, so I took my saddle up to Chancey's room and we had a big party. And you know, back a couple of years ago, they had the mannequin challenges. Oh yeah. And so I'm not sure the girl's name that was on my back, but I had I she was riding my saddle and the saddle was on my back. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty badass Vegas party. <laughs> and it was probably in some like badass suite in the Mirage too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. The Joel Chancy suite. Yeah, it was it was sweet. Was it in the Literally uh, sweet. <laughs> it was a sweet suite. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk hats now, Clay. And I, I want to talk hats. Three more things. I want to talk hats, cowboy shit, and I want to talk riding without a vest as in the bronc riding because that's fucking badass too. Okay. Yeah. So you can pick your poison and go from go from there. You can do it <sighs> as you wish. All right. Well, my thing riding without a vest. I I started that. Have you guys ever been to Arcadia, Florida? No, have not. It's a long ways down there, and it's hotter than shit. Like I mean, hot, <laughs> hot, and humid. And so I. When I went down there, I was I had to pack light, so I had my, my saddle and then a carry-on bag. I, I wasn't able to check anything, so I carried my saddle on, and then I carried my, like, a rigging bag on. And I simply didn't have room for my vest, and so then uh, it worked out all right because was, it was going to be so hot down there. So anyways, I didn't. That was the first time I didn't wear a vest, and it just kind of carried on from there. Probably not a really good thing. I probably should wear a vest. But. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, that dang cute Taylor. You know, you guys know Clinton. Taylor. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he's been in probably hundred head of horses or whatever. Now he's not wearing his vest. I'm like, you, you gotta wear your vest. He's like, well, you don't, you don't wear your vest. I'm like, well, <laughs> setting a bad example for, for like, the kids. Yeah, exactly. I did for a really long time. Q, come on. Oh, geez. That's exactly, that's exactly what his grandpa said. He's like, along with the vest thing, but he also said that. He's like, you you need to start telling them kids that you don't have to chew Copenhagen and ride bucking horses. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Very uh, true. All about leading in a bad example, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. So, but, but, anyway, my hats. Is that another topic you want to talk about? Huh? Yeah, yeah, and your dad and, and so, hats and yeah, and yourself, everything. Yeah, my dad always makes sure I got the best looking hats around, and he's, he's damn good at it. And he just fixed up uh, my good hat here for the for the back number ceremonies. I actually went up to Regina this last weekend, and I and I met up with him, so he, he got a chance to fix up my good hat, so it's ready to go for the back number ceremonies, and it's what I always wear, a natural four-and-a-half-inch brim, and it's all cleaned up, and it's, it's damn good shape. I'm I'm going to be looking damn good the night of the fourth of the back number ceremony. Do you have a hot date for the back, back number <laughs> ceremony? No. No, I don't there yet. Playing the, I, uh, playing the field. Last year, I tried to get a couple escorts. <laughs> actually? And, uh, <laughs> Like real yeah, escorts, like from Vegas? Yeah. It was going to cost me 1200 bucks. Really? And so I, yeah. And I, <laughs> honestly, I kind of flipped it out because I didn't really think I needed to spend $1,200 for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Because that's all I was going to do. I was just going to get a picture with them. You Did know? you tell them that part? They might have done it for cheaper if you just said them that part. Like, this is, hey, like, I don't want the other part. I just want to, like, get a picture and just, it's for my friends. Just, well, uh, well, I didn't want cool. to lie to them. Or, <laughs> well, anyhow, maybe you can I do tried. it this year. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do some negotiating. Oh, geez. That sounds like something like Sundell would do or somebody like that. I didn't expect that coming over you, Clay. That was awesome. Well, you never, you never know. Never know. Hmm? We'll find out <laughs> next week on the next week's show. So one of the uh, one of the things we ask all of our guests is what their definition of cowboy shit is. And I think you probably like you're in most people's definition, Clay. But I want to know what your definition would be. Every day I I put on my boots and my cowboy hat. Like I I, don't, I think that's what cowboy shit is. I don't you know you see lots of guys wearing their tennis shoes to the rodeo nowadays and this and that. That ain't cowboy. If I'm a cowboy, I'm going to look the part. I'm going to act the part every day. You know what I mean? It's, to me, that's cowboy shit. I don't know. Is that the answer you're looking for? Or what? Everybody has their own, but I like that. Like that's, and I, I can honestly say I've never seen you in anything but a cowboy hat, long sleeve shirt, cowboy boots. Like I've never seen you any other way. That's the only way I've ever seen you. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm going to do my best to keep promoting it. I mean, that's that's what rodeo is. We're all cowboys, and, and I feel like I'm going to do my best to, to promote the sport as best I can by, by looking and acting the part every day. And that, to me, is cowboy shit. But, I want yeah. to talk, talk about your dad towards that definition, because I've only ever seen your dad in a in a cowboy hat, boots, shirt, and usually a vest, too, like a wool vest. But like that's like you've got to get that a lot from your dad, too. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, I've never, I've actually never seen my dad wear a ball cap never and he wears a cow his cowboy hat every day and a f- funny story we're in pincher creek this year and i just separated my shoulder and we just pulled an all-night drive from canby oregon to pincher creek for an afternoon perf and here i'm breaking the rule again i guess but i was wearing a ball cap i just got done driving and i was wearing a ball cap and my dad walked like 10 feet from me and did not recognize who i was <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, like, I'm, like, we got a bunch of ibuprofen in my system, and I'm kind of just got done icing my shoulder, and I've been driving, and I'm tired, and I'm just not real excited to be there, you know, I've got a broken up shoulder. <laughs> my dad walks by me and doesn't even recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> a little insult to injury right, well, there. Yeah, exactly. So did you go put your hat on, and then he, he noticed who you were? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Before I left before I left the van, I put my hat on, but oh, okay. then he recognized me, but... <laughs> So how's the shoulder healing up then? Like that must be part of why you're in Idaho, I would imagine. Man, a little bit. I did a bunch of work on it while I was at home. Like uh, this happened in Canby. So it was right at the mid-August that I'd done it. So I took, you know, September and October. I took quite a bit of time getting it feeling better. And shoot, it's it's about 100% now. Okay. Uh, my my collar my collarbone sticks up a little bit, but it's it's nothing serious. Okay. I want to talk about your mom a bit too, Clay. Let's talk about what your mom, Mona. Yeah, no, we got the we got a fund, and I had uh, the Bronx School uh, there the first weekend in October. We had 28 kids in the Bronx School, and it was a fundraiser for the fund. And so, no, the fund's doing really good. My, our next step is to um, support J.R. Vizane with it. Okay. And um, I, I haven't uh, released anything yet, but something's going to go down right around that right around New Year's. For, okay. for JR there. So yeah, no, the fun's doing good. I've been trying to promote it the best I can and kind of kind of get the word out for one, for people to use it, and two, for people to to keep supporting it. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, tell you got some time yeah, here I, right now. Tell tell everybody what the what it's about and what uh, how they can support it. Well, the fun was designed to help out 
uh, ranch people involved in ranch ranch rodeo world and that are suffering from a life altering illness. And so we've we've done we've done some different things with it. We've bought a few fuel cards, bought grocery cards. We we kind of try to stay away from just giving people money, just so we know exactly where that money's going. So so we'll buy hotel rooms or this last year we I sponsored the Canadian sports medicine team. Yeah. So we they're kind of kind of got a broad section of things that will that we do with the fund, but just mainly to kind of keep it active and keep it known that it's there for people to use if they need it. And so the best thing to do there would just be to to contact me via Instagram or or on my phone and just call me up and see how to donate to it or or if you if they need it, you know, so we can if if you need some need some help, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, well, and I would imagine that people. Some folks would have a hard time asking. It would mostly be friends of theirs probably would be asking sometimes. Like it'd be, it's probably tougher that way. Like, yeah, but I, I don't, that's what I'm trying to not, uh, not have. You know what I mean? Like I want everybody to know it's there to be used. And uh, the more the more we use it, the more, you know, we keep the act, activity up in it, you know? Yeah. Well, if there's ever, ever anything we can do for you, though, Clay, let us know. We're glad to help, eh? Yeah. Well, no, and. And, you know, there's been Calgary Stampede was a cool book, and they, they support it. The Bronx Riding School, it's supported. The Marchands out there in B.C., they raised them buck, a bunch of buck and bulls, and they got their bull riding jackpots kind of going on, and they've supported it. And, you know, it, it was originally a lure of flowers from my mom's service. Yeah. And that's kind of where it got started. And since then, it's just there's been several organizations kind of help keep it running. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Clay. I really appreciate that. And I... Uh... Like I said, if we can ever help you out, we're glad to. And thanks again for taking the time to do this tonight. I know you're got to go back to Kelly's place and crack the open into that uh, Pendleton there. But uh, but yeah. yeah, thanks for doing this, Clay. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. That was good. You're listening to Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. I really did not expect that part about Clay wanting to have the escorts at the Gold Buckle Gala, like at the back of December. Like That's funny. As back heck. number ceremony. That'd be a bold move. It'd be it? funny though, too, because like you could do it right where you like you don't tell anybody you're doing it and just no. show up with this broad. Well, two of them. He's yeah, two of them. And then everybody would be like, "What?" And like, "Oh man, that'd be so good." <laughs> Uh, wouldn't that be wild? Because nobody would know who they are, and, and it'd be worth. Like, it'd, to me, it'd be worth every penny. Well, I would, I'd pay the twelve hundred. Twelve hundred American. I would do it. Like, don't it, you get money just for showing up down there? Ten grand. Yeah, there you go. But that's like those guys rodeo all year and don't make a lot of money, and that would be that's a pretty big paycheck just for a stunt like that, wouldn't it be? I would do it still. <laughs> twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I would do it. I have a feeling that once it got to the point of calling them, like he actually called them and like got a quote. Like I feel like well, at that point you'd be like, ah, I don't know if it's worth it. Like when you have the cash in your hand and you're like, ah, $1,200. I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you would do it. So maybe you're going to do it tomorrow at this curling match you're going no, to? No, 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 no. I would like putting myself in Clay's shoes. Like if you I would was, do it? It made the NFR do the thing, I would do it. Hypothetically? I don't have I wonder, $1,200. Bucks. I wonder if it's been done before. Like I wonder if someone's done it before. They've only had this back number thing for a few years now, haven't they? I don't know. You've been there more times than I have. I've never been to it, so I don't even know. <laughs> you have never been to it? No, I never Why have. Why not? I don't think I got invited, and I don't think... Uh, usually, I'm not even there, because last year, I flew to the NFR the day it started. Right. Like, I just flew there in the morning. At this point, like, Saskatoon... We didn't talk about Saskatoon last segment. No. Saskatoon, on Saturday night, was like my 113th performance of the year. I didn't, I didn't count the two mini bull perfs in Vegas, so it would actually be 115. Plus 10. Plus NFR coming up, yeah. So, like, I've I've been to enough events. Like, you've I'm, seen enough rodeos. Yeah, you've seen it all. 
Whatever. I've seen enough. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, but I wonder if it's been done. Like, I wonder, like, I have a feeling it might I want to say maybe. Yeah, I think you're probably right on the maybe. Be awesome to find out. I wonder. We might have to put that out. That's, to your, that's your assignment at the NFR. Do some digging. Has anyone done this before? Yeah. Put the word out. I wonder. And how did it go? Like, what happened? I wonder. Oh, I guess, I'd, like, yeah, it'd be so funny. What was that movie where the where they're getting wedding dates and the wedding dates, like, scam them, too? Or, no, on, like, um, Office Christmas Party, when the one guy keeps saying he has a girlfriend, but he ends up being an, an escort. Yeah. But it wasn't... And he had to, like, run around to all the different ATMs so he couldn't get enough <laughs> cash out of the one ATM. And then wasn't she doing, like, stealing something from him at the time or, like, making out with somebody else yeah, when he got back? Yeah, she was doing naughty things with other people. <laughs> Great movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. What was the one about the two like, Mike and Dave need wedding dates? Yeah, that one. Yeah. That was quite good as well. Mm-hmm. But then they end up they end up falling in love, so that's like a classic like rom com yeah. story. Wacy's big in the ROMs if we haven't talked about that yet. I'm a huge ROM guy. In season number two, Wacy talks ROMs. I haven't se- I haven't Again. been on a ROM kick for a while. <laughs> I haven't watched a good one for a bit for a bit. You're just living one now. Basically. Always. <laughs> always living one, man. Always. Aren't we all? Always living in a ROM. Isn't that another movie story now? Is that with that that girl, Raven, what is it? Wilson? Raven Wilson? And she's like living in a romantic comedy because she hates him so much? Oh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Right, yeah. That's the we one. just seen the, because we went, Ted and I went to a motion picture. Yeah, together. Yep. That was yeah. actually, that was a good movie. What was that movie? Instant Family. Oh, with yeah. Mark Wahlberg. It was like, we thought it was going to be funny and then we like, I like cried like three times. Ted cried three times. <laughs> Don't say we. <laughs> You, you didn't see me cry. I just you made that part it, though, up. So I believe it because I've seen you cry in movies before. <laughs> Not at ones we went to together. Ones that we watched together. I hear, oh yeah, when you got me with the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> First time we watched Notebook, Teddy just full on oh, man cries. Oh my god, it was bad. It was, the funniest thing about that was like it, I thought you were laughing. You started off laughing a little bit, and then all of a sudden you're just bawling. I'm like. <laughs> Okay. I've never seen it before. And then they're, and then they're dying. And then they're, oh my gosh. It's a beautiful movie. And then it was her the whole time. It you was him the whole time. You didn't know that? Uh, no, I had no idea. I picked that up like halfway through the first Dude, time. it was like, it got me at the end and I was like. <laughs> 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 so yeah, Teddy cries at movies. Yeah. it ha- Well, I didn't like, I didn't really get it. That one wasn't that bad. But it, for those of you who I've seen, haven't seen the movie. Mark it's Wahlberg? Like, well, yeah. Well, oh, instant movie. family. Instant family. Yeah. Well, we could do like movie reviews on this show. Haley did good movie. Good movie. Haley did the Star Is Born. She did that in, that review. I'll give that movie like a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah, it was. It, was, good. it took a turn. It was like a good balance of comedy and real things. And yeah. a good performance by Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky I'm a Bunch. Big Mark Wahlberg fan. Me too. That guy's good at movies. So versatile. <laughs> Very versatile actor. <laughs> he, well, he was. Yeah, he's done like Ted. He d- he'll do the funny stuff. Man, and the other guys is like one of the serious. most underrated funny movies of all time. It is a great I movie. Love that movie so much. It is a great movie. A great comedic duo of Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. But I didn't like them in Daddy's Home. I don't know if I've even watched that it's one. It's terrible. Oh, okay. So not a, I'm not missing much you're saying. But then you like a movie like Contraband or like Lone Survivor. Yeah, that's like, can, crazy like, shit. He'll like beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Or shoot you in the face. What about Matt Damon? Mm, not my favorite. What is, is he do the Bourne movies? Yeah, it's Bourne's premise. Okay, yeah, I yeah. like those movies. Those are pretty cool. But I don't think I've really been seen him be funny much besides Ocean's 13 or something when he has the big nose. I like Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe? Gladiator. He hasn't been around much lately. No, he hasn't. Who else? Owen Wilson. I haven't seen any good Owen Wilson movies lately. What movie did I watch the other day? Oh, uh, Meet the Parents. Oh, great movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Zoolander is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yes. Wait. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Actor, director, Ben Stiller. Yeah. That, we should get into the movie podcast business. <laughs>
Like, I was thinking about that the other day, though, actually. Like, to talk to somebody like Shatner or, like... Call it movie shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, even to just have, like, some cowboy actors on our podcast. Or have a guy like Baxter Black on the podcast. Or, like, have, like... Brent Wolseley. Or, like, Tommy Lee Jones. Talk about... How talk about cool Lonesome that Dove. Or Space oh, Cowboys. Love Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove. <laughs> did you cry at that movie? When Deets dies. Yeah, you did, then. Yeah, you died. Poor but, Deets. like... How cool would that be, though? I had a thought about reading Cowboys and Indians the other day. It would be badass to have, like, a few of those. Clint Eastwood? How friggin'... What about... What would Clint Eastwood's definition of cowboy shit be? I gotta know. How cool would that be? I can't even think what it would be. Right, right? Like, how cool would that be, though? Wouldn't it be neat? Be pretty neat. So, if anybody knows Clint Eastwood and wants to... Sam Elliott? What about that? That would be cool. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't mind that. So, we're dreaming right now. But in season two, find out... Big thing's gonna happen. If Wacy and I get some big interview guests on the show. We've already had Ron McLean in season one. Like we got, yeah. we've got some big <laughs> shoes to fill here. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Saskatoon. Back to, Better back get to it. That. You were in Saskatoon. Yeah. We I were watched in Saskatoon. Sunrise Past. You did. You watched it live. And how do we do? Uh, Friday was okay. Not so good. Friday was okay. <laughs> it was good. They rode a lot of bulls, which is nice. There's room for improvement. Uh, Saturday was an outstanding event. Wasn't was it? Probably like probably the best bull riding I've like watched or like slash been at all year. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's impressive. It's just like the like the amount like the people who stayed on and like the so many good rides and uh, good crowd and the story. You couldn't like write a script better. Oh, wasn't it wild? Yeah, it was awesome. And cover Chuck, I was so glad that he stepped up and got those bulls rode and won the event. Like that was super super cool to see him do well and just say like, no, I was gonna. Uh, you know, he told me afterwards, he said, he talked to Tim Lipset and Tim said, I'm don't like, I'm going to, he said, I'm going to kick your ass if you look out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause we know cover truck, well, he will look out sometimes. Oh, yeah. He will yeah. give up. Well, in like, even those scenarios, like he's been sitting second or like been For in so this long. position to win it since September. And then like, and, but he'll, like even like in previous seasons, like he'll show up to Saskatoon and won't, yeah. like he won't can't ride a horse, stick horse to water. Like it's yeah. just like, it's finally good to see him come convert when the, all the money, like all the money's when on the line. When it counts. Yeah. yeah. And I think his performance at the CFR is what pushed him over the limit for that or over the top for that. Could be true. I think. So how about this now? He's got two invites to Calgary. What, who's going to get rolled in? Who's Brock. the next one? Or who's second in Canada in PBR? PBR would be Brock. Yeah, would be Brock. Second. Yeah, that, that should be it then because he already qualified through. But although Calgary has their own rules. But I would say that Brock, well, I don't know who would be number, I don't know who would be fifth in the CPRA, but he should give up the PBR spot because he already qualified through Red Deer. Wasn't well, that how it worked the year Burks you made it? Well, I think when Burks made it. That was your tie one. Yeah, but there was a thing where. Uh, Oh, was that the, was it tie? Yeah. Cause well, the, I thought there were, I thought Burks made it through the finals or something the year before, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but it was like, it was something where no cover chuck it in because of, because of tie. Yeah, that's right. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. but I think the year that Josh Burks made it, he got in because we gave the Tanner the Calgary, no Calgary gave the finals champion. Oh, they did a spot. Oh, okay. I think that was the case or something like so that. I thought that was the year Tanner. Didn't know the year Tanner finished eighth in the world in PBR. I don't remember now. I can't remember. Anyways, that was 2015. He was a Canadian champion. So maybe I don't remember now. Yeah. Either way, great, great event in Saskatoon. Yeah. Uh, new records. Good to see like Dakota and Tanner come and do well. Yeah. Yeah. Because Dakota was second on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Second. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brock was third. Mm -hmm. And then Tanner uh, was sixth. Yep. It was great. Though. That's a good bull. That's I a love really the good fo- bull riding. Love the format. Yeah, that's a great. Wasn't that great? Awesome. Yeah, good point. Top guys. We had way more rides. It makes it more of a like a finals. Yeah, I format, agree. Like in format. Or like a finals esque. Well, just format. Yeah. yeah. The more rides was great. The yeah, I just thought it was a f- 
awesome mm-hmm. event. I thought the, it great. The, the hardest part for me, like watching on ride pass is like you, when they have the live feed into it, like for the yeah. live announcer and stuff, yeah. you can't really hear the crowd. So it kind of makes oh. it like, it kind of t- it takes away from it a little bit. I like, you didn't hear, hear any crowd noise no, at all? No, you can't hear any of it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's oh. like it's like when Brinson tries to work the crowd, it's, like it's silent. silent. So it kind of sounds funny, but <laughs> I'm sure it was How were the sing-alongs? You just heard silence for their singing part? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. I guess there was no well, ambient that's not, mic. That's nothing, that's nothing you guys can do anything about. Anything. Well, just, just like just we should have had an ambient mic somewhere, but yeah, but good to know. Well, even like, like another cool storyline from the weekend was Aaron Roy. Yeah. Like coming back to his first finals, he rode a couple of bulls yeah. and a really good ride in the short go. And that like, it wasn't over to the last ride. Like I didn't, I didn't, I would, I, looking back, I should have known that when cover Chuck couldn't be, couldn't finish less than second. Like I should have known that that was, that mm-hmm. he had it won, but I didn't like, it still didn't click in until the stats were at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause if cover Chuck would have bucked off, Brock could have very well won it for sure. Yeah. Or like if Brock and cover Chuck bucked off Aaron or Zane or Parsonage, like, it was right down to the last round of the year, right which down to the wire. Yeah. So makes it so much more. Man, exciting. I was like, when well, Brock got on his last bull, I was like standing up and living and like yelling. <laughs> I, was like, I was so pumped. I was just pumped. To, like just to see everything that he went through that weekend and like, oh yeah, and riding with wreck me and, and like you got, he's getting stepped on and all yeah. the other stuff. Like, I was like, man, like yeah, was, he battled. That was great to see. Cool. You effort. don't see that out of people. That anymore. was some fucking cowboy shit mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. We've gone like way over of our intro and outro, so we got to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, I guess it's NFR. It's NFR week. So, you know, that's on. So you see Ted down there, say hi to him. Yeah. But the, uh, NFR also, for those that don't know, um, the only place you can watch it is pro rodeo TV. You can catch up with our coverage on the Wrangler network, but the only way to watch it live in Canada anyway at all ever. is if you have an American satellite dish and you have CBS sports network, or you go to pro rodeo TV. So don't buy any stupid fucking watch the NFR live 2018.com. It's pro rodeo TV. Do they better at it. the internet. They have it. Buy it from them. If you want to watch it. Okay. If not, that's fine too. But if you're on the podcast, you probably understand the internet well enough to know. So yeah. Thanks All for right. listening. That's it. Hope you guys enjoyed the show with clay. See you next time. Bye. This was episode 27 season two of cowboy shit with Ted and Wacy brought to you by everything. Cowboy.